This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, we review the Netflix film adaptation of the book Napoli Ever After, and we ask ourselves, why? 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 It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Yo. How are you? I am great. How good. are you? I'm good. I'm Want to know why I'm, I'm great? Why are you great? Because it feels like fall. I love fall. I really don't. I know you don't. Yeah. But I do. Yeah. Nope. I can't wait for the leaves to fall and shit. Nope. And crunch under my feet. Strange. <laughs> I'm excited. That's odd. <laughs> I don't like it. Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We, we are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea. Dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with Queen and Jay. Ow! Alright. There's another communal ow in the room. I like a good communal ow. He's doing hookah back there. <laughs> I think it's affecting me. <laughs> I, mean, I want to keep that in the show. Content? So our engineer is, is <laughs> smoking hookah. And Jay thinks she's catching a high. I'm not, <laughs> no, I'm not catching a high, but it's in the air. It's, it's, it's like doing something to my throat. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I feel like it's, I feel like it's drying out my throat. <laughs> <laughs> that was the burning. That I, oh, that's what it okay, was. okay. Okay. All right. So if you would like to follow the conversation being had on this podcast, you can do so by using our hashtag, hashtag T with QJ. Use that on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, all the places that accept hashtag. Like I say often, you could just tag it on the wall. We don't give a fuck. Use the hashtag that's right. when talking about this podcast mm-hmm. all over the world and all of the spaces. That's right. We retweet that shit. We comment on that shit and we interact with it. So please use that. We also want you to use the hashtag Podden. That's right. Um, that hashtag just let other people know what you are listening to so other people search that hashtag and they may find us through that so use that one also absolutely we are recording at the indie creative network studios be sure to check them out online at icn.dj yes yes and yes so we're going to go into libations but first i'm going to explain to our new listeners what libations are okay libations are when we pour some for the people places and things that give us black joy pour for the homies the ancestors all of that shit mm-hmm. and yeah that's what we do so jay yes do you have a libation i do have a libation this week i had the pleasure of going to the brooklyn museum to see the soul of a nation exhibit and okay. that features and centers black artists the time period of 1983 to 1963 and the works all were focused on like artwork that was taking place during and about the civil rights movement social justice movement type stuff Mm -hmm. oh and a lot of what i noticed there was a lot of collectives Mm -hmm. like art collectives like this group of people doing this these poets are doing this this it was uh, all about like collaborative like you community know, community building shit well, and it which, just which we like over which here. we like over here and it just made me think about the ways in which we work together yeah. like how we are in this podcasting industry and we've built community we've found ways to build community with other black women and other black women podcasters yeah and how that is not accidental and mm-hmm. it's not how it's an organic thing that black people have been doing and people throughout the globe in resistance movements yeah. or just in general where communities have been taken from us, the rebuilding of that community. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, shit. 
this yeah. is like a thing this mm-hmm. is like what motherfuckers do it does this yeah so actually i got to see that with my mom which was super cool oh, and fun because so we don't get to do a lot of things together so i had a great time so please check that out soul of a nation is running at the brooklyn museum through february something or other so just go before mm-hmm. february you guys and it's a museum so they take suggested donations so if you only got a dollar that day show up give them a dollar, them a dollar. and go see or well, go know. on the first saturday and go for free Oh, you can do that too. But go early because it be getting crowded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Okay, so great libation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get into donations. Yes, yo, tell the people why we need donations. So donations help us sustain this podcast, keep this podcast, and grow this podcast. So um, we ask all of our listeners to donate if you can mm-hmm. um you can do that by going to our website tbthqueenandj.com if you scroll down on our homepage, there is where we give you two options two to monetarily donate and the first option is using your paypal you put however much you want to put there however many times you want to go there's just no commitment there for the paypal option and then the other option is our patreon and that is where we're asking for a little bit of a commitment we're only asking for two dollars a month two dollars you can do more or less if you give two dollars if you give anything at this point we give you a shout out on the show and those are the two ways in which we ask you to monetarily donate. There are other ways to donate, and that is by sharing this podcast, using our hashtag, telling a friend, leaving a review. So those are um, other ways that you can donate to Tea with Queen and Jay, mm-hmm. if not monetarily. Yeah, it's donating your time, your energy, your love, and um, we appreciate yeah. all of that shit. Don't, yeah. you know, don't let the white supremacist model make you think that you have to just keep this to yourself and that it scares and you don't have to share it with people. Mm. You should. Mm-hmm. do that that's right yeah. that's right so we have donation libations this week this week we got new patrons mm-hmm. our new patrons are becky amira with and the good hair becky i, I don't know if this is <laughs> but definitely a becky i could love you becky that was just jokes becky. could be becky with the good hair we'll never know all um, Beckys have good hair because there's no such thing. Okay. Thank you, Becky. Thank you, Amira. Thank you. Thank you, Ranisha. And Ranisha says, my name is Ro, and I just want to say thanks. I heard you on The Black Guy Who Tips, and your voice was so deep, it made me connect instantly. Deep voice, women unite. Ow. Hey, what's <laughs> up? Tuning into y'all has also connected me to Marsha's Plate. I just love black queer folks creating, thinking, and laughing. Thanks, 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 and thanks again. Thank you so much, Ro. We thanks, appreciate Ro. you. We appreciate that donation. That's pretty dope. We also got PayPal donations this week from my homegirl, Catherine, that I used to work with. Thank you so much, Catherine. We appreciate you. And thank you for not going by Cat or Kathy. I, <laughs> I liked I liked being able what to just fuck? call you Catherine. Why, I don't I don't why like, can't she be a cat? She could do whatever she wants, but she never subjected me to calling her cat or Kathy. So <laughs> thank you so much. Um, and we got donations from your homegirl, Makiba. Yes, my yes. bestest friend in the world. Thank you, Makiba. Makiba says, love and support to you, sis. You too, Jay. Thanks, girl. <laughs> I don't listen to podcasts because I have 511 jobs, even though I'm technically unemployed. But when I do remember to tune in, I feel like I'm hanging out with two friends. XOXOXO, Makiba. Thanks, Key. Thank you, Makiba. Say you in November. Uh, you going there? Mm-hmm. Oh, That's right. where I'm going. That. Yeah. Fantastic. Yes. You have an announcement. Yes, yes, I have an announcement. So I am starting an event series from Ms. Vixen. Um, everyone knows that I have McVixen Magazine. 
And that'll be a first Friday party starting November. Um, it's just Miss Vixen's first Friday. It's basically a monthly turn up to recalibrate your glow up, you know, because you need to start off the month and get the shit popping and mm. whatever. After work party, 6 to 10 at Vaughn, and it's only $10. Um, we will have the link in the show notes yep. if you want to RSVP. And yeah, so I'm excited about starting this party series. I like it. I'm excited for you. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. It's not far from my job. I'll be in the yeah, place walk to be. Walk on over. I will. Yes, get drunk with us. All right. You ready to get into the show? Yes, let's get into the show. Let's do it. Yes. So, Jay. Yo. <laughs> such a fool. You're so silly. What kind of tea um, are you drinking? I'm drinking mint green tea because I just need something to chill out with. Um, that has I no thought you wanted tea that matched your outfit. Because you're wearing Fatigue? green. Oh, green tea. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that wasn't it. But, oh, okay. uh, but thanks. Okay. Thank you. What kind of tea are you, you drinking? I am drinking a black urant breeze. Black currant? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it sound better that way. I enjoy you. Um, our homegirl Ola is here. Ola, yeah. do you know what kind of tea you're drinking? Yes, it's okay. a red rooibos tea. Oh, is that how you say that word, rooibos? <laughs> Thank you. Who, who knows? Ola, Ola look, knows. I trust that Ola look, knows. This stupid Ola language that none of us asked to speak. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right. Thank you for that. What are your pronouns? My pronouns are she and her. Mm-hmm. What are your pronouns? My pronouns. Ola. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Where is the joke in that? We we got it. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> Ola, what are your pronouns, please? Uh, my pronouns are she and her. Okay, thank yes. you. May I say my pronouns? Jay, now? what are your pronouns? My pronouns are she, her, they, them. Okay. Okay, niggas. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm gonna stop being so. Thank you. All right, Ola, I'm gonna start with you. What are you affirming for yourself today? Mm-hmm. I am affirming that I am an amazing artist. Mm-hmm. Which you are. Thank yes. you. Welcome. Thank you so much. And I heard you were selling prints, but can we get those online or what? No. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. I'm, All right. not, I'm not there yet. Okay, I'm cool. not set up Got it. to sell things online. Okay. But uh, I affirm that I am... I bring beauty and magic everywhere I go, and I affirm that I'm a lovable person. Yes. yes. All those things are true. I appreciate that affirmation. You Thank you. Affirming for yourself, Jay. Queen? No. That, that, that's not the game? Okay. Um, <laughs> what, what am I affirming for myself? I affirm, as always, that I am not a lady. And we'll get actually get into that later. That actually plays mm, into what we're talking Sean about. I affirm that I am enough. I affirm that I am cute. I affirm that it's okay that it's fall. Because I really hate it. It scares <laughs> me. I hate it so bad. Why? And because it's the it's it's because winter is coming, probably. I'm like a Not really for a while. Yeah, that's true. But it was dark all early. It's like all of that stuff. Yeah. All that stuff. And then like cuffing season. It's like coming mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. uncuffed right now. Uh-huh. Like mm. like severely uncuffed. I don't need to be super cuffed. I'm like deep, like way uncuffed. Me too. Um yeah. <laughs> I can so relate to yeah, that. Yeah. The timing on that is washed and whack. Don't like the reason you're season. uncuffed is washed and whack. It's the reason oh. I'm uncuffed is washed and whack. There's really no reason for this. 
there's no reason for this but whatever it is what it is yeah i just don't like the season and the sads come and i was supposed to buy see this is another thing i didn't do didn't i was do supposed it. to buy the that lamp you should have bought it in lamp. the summer because yeah. it would have been less expensive oh uh, you're right because now everybody always thinking look for the lamp always thinking i'm gonna go ahead and buy one though yeah go ahead and buy definitely one. Mm-hmm. yeah do you have one i don't have one but i know mm-hmm. people who do and mm-hmm. they swear by it yeah they I'm swear it's helped them a lot i want it to be a circle i saw a commercial and this girl had a lamp random lamp i don't know yeah. what it was, but it was a circle i was like i want a circle lamp so <laughs> that's what i'm gonna do thank you <laughs> Yeah. So I from I'm gonna get a circle SAD lamp. For anybody who doesn't know, that's one of those lamps that helps you with like seasonal. What is it? Seasonal. Seasonal depression. Yes. What's the A seasonal stand for? affective disorder? Thank you. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Right. So it's supposed to help with that and mimic like sunlight and yeah. that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a part of why I get so icky in the fall because mm-hmm. like that's when the light. You know what's change. about to happen. Yes, I know what's happening. Yeah. That it's transition darker isn't a good earlier. One for you. Right. Yeah. 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 So I usually I'm trying to be pretty active about talking myself through all of that mm-hmm. so anyway i affirm all good things okay what okay. are your affirmations queen uh, i'm affirming that i'm a bad bitch mm-hmm. i'm affirming that i am enough yes and i'm also affirming that i can handle all that i want to handle mm. um yeah i'm affirming that okay yeah we'll give Excellent. it at that yeah i like that i like that Thank i like that y'all. so as y'all know, we have a motherfucking guest. We're super excited. We told you if you've been on our social meds, we've told everyone that we are going to review the Netflix movie, movie. Napoli Ever After. After. And I wanted to have a book reading ass bitch in the building. Yes. When we did this. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I'm not a book reading ass bitch. I did read a lot of books around the time that this came out. But mm-hmm. I know that there were people who read this book, Napoli Ever After, when it came out. And so I wanted to kind of have a little bit of that perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Ola, Ola is, here. is here. Ola is the founder and director of the Free Black Women's Library. And I'm going to tell you all a little bit about that. And then Ola's going to say hey. So the Free Black Women's Library, and you've heard us talk about this in the past. past we've been, we we've enjoyed often. it, we love yes. it. Um, the Free Black Women's Library is an interactive traveling biblio installation that features a collection of over 1,000 books written by black women, as well as films, performance, reading, workshops, and conversations. The mobile library pops up monthly and mainly in Brooklyn, but has also been installed in Harlem and various cities throughout the country, such as Chicago, Baltimore, Philly, and Detroit. The mission of this social art project is to illuminate the incredible and expansive nature of black women, magnify our voices and provide access to our diverse words and stories. At the library, we find liberation, healing, joy, pleasure, and community in our gathering and use books written by black women as the foundation. Their next pop-up is this coming Sunday at the Bedside Y in the courtyard. And I'm going to include the link to that event in the show notes for anybody who is in New York and wants to come through, yo. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming, Ola. Thanks Thank so you much. for having Thank me. You. I'm really excited to yes. be here. Tea with Queen and Jay. <laughs> Tea with Queen and Jay. I want to say. Tea with Queen and Jay. <laughs> I just want to say that when Jay was talking about a book reader, at first I was like, who the fuck you bringing in the studio? <laughs> yeah, I was, because you know what? Cause... Neither one of us had read the book. We wanted to review it, and then I was noticing comments from black women who were like, oh, this book had meant so much to me, and this yeah. and that. And so I was like, at minimum, we should have somebody yeah. who read the fucking yeah. book. And like, I was like, who? I'm like, did Ola read it? <laughs> right. I was just like, and she was like, yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, go ask Ola. I'll ask, I'm like, we can have know, Ola, but say. I don't want yeah, those she, did, she didn't want to have anyone. I didn't um, want someone. Yeah, I just didn't. I understand you don't want 
anybody just coming up in your space? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. As if, as if that's even what That's I not what Jay would do, that's ever. But my first do. reaction was like, who this bitch? It was a very strange experience. <laughs> and then I realized what I was doing. I was like, oh, my bad, it Jay. Got, it got very weird. I know you would never do that. It got very weird. But I got scared. <laughs> it, got, it got very weird. Yeah, so thank you so much. Yeah, for, for agreeing to be us, here with us. To be here with yeah. us. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me. Yes. I'm very honored to be here. Okay. So for our new listeners, yeah. we, on some episodes, we'll do a moment in black hair. Yeah. And moment in black hair is when we talk about a moment in black hair and yeah. some shit that's happening with black women's hair throughout the diaspora and around the country more specifically. And the reason we still do this is because black women's hair is still politicized. Yes. Even to this day in 2018, mm-hmm. when the natural hair movement is booming, it's still places where you can't show up with your natural hair. Mm-hmm. It's still places where you can't braid um, black girl hair yeah. and charge for it without a certain type of license, even though we've been doing Don't this is. for one another for years and there's no danger. It's always something political about our hair and that yeah. hasn't stopped. And so we do this moment in black hair. And so we thought we do also do movie and TV reviews. Yeah. And we thought that this was a perfect time to get a little bit more in depth with a moment in black, black hair. hair. Shit. Yeah. So. so here we are reviewing this. So Napoli Ever After is a movie adaptation of the book by the same name um which came out in 2001 by trisha r thomas the film is directed by haifa al mansour who is a saudi woman director mm-hmm. is that does that mm-hmm. sound right yeah, yeah she's yeah. from saudi arabia okay okay the screenplay was adapted by adam brooks a white man a white man yes <laughs> And see Marcellus, yes. who a I film about a black woman written by a white man. Yep, adapted by a white man. So that was odd. Just off jump. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then see Marcellus, who I, I looked for, so I couldn't. I'm not sure on this person's identity. So mm-hmm. let's let's just hope it's a black woman. But who knows? I don't know why she's hidden. Well, right. Never know. I don't know. Maybe, why are they maybe, hidden? Maybe this is their first project. So who knows? But I, but I'm not sure if they're going to find queen. Your demographics. No one knows who I am, but you're going to find queen. I think you're a little delusional. People know who you are. Oh, and have years worth of social media engagement. <laughs> right. <laughs> how to find right. you? So. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll keep my middle child shit to myself. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Napoli Ever After is a book by Trisha R. Thomas. And the description to the movie is a soulful barber helps a woman piece her life back together after an accident at her hair salon makes her realize she is not living life to the fullest. Oh, no. Is that a weird description or not? Well, a white man wrote it. Right. (laughs) Right. Maybe. (laughs) Basically, the book and the film, I don't know what the book was about because I didn't fucking read it, but... Just to give a better description, because I didn't like what that weird description was that was given. This woman who is obsessed with being perfect and presenting herself perfect to the world. She has long hair. She's a black woman who's been straightening her hair for years. And she loses her hair in an accident at the beauty parlor. And at some point, ends up cutting it all off. And I guess she finds herself and finds better love in the process. She does break up with her man because she thought he was going to propose. He doesn't. Blah, blah, blah. Does, mm-hmm. that, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Not in my life, but it- <laughs> <laughs> in, this, in this story. <laughs> okay. This is going to be a spoiler-filled review. So yeah, if you are interested, if you entered this podcast being interested in watching the movies, Stop. then wait. <laughs> 
No, if you if no, you came I mean, in, stop listening. Right, stop listening and go watch, it. watch it. If you came into back. this podcast thinking I'm probably not gonna watch that, but I'm not sure, don't bother and just listen. <laughs> just just listen. listen to this, or you can watch it. I don't know, but we are gonna spoil it. Make your own decision. Decide decide what you want to do. Initial thoughts, Queen. Hated it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Those are my initial thoughts. Uh-huh. I just didn't understand why that was happening on my okay. television. Okay. Um, I didn't understand what planet she came from, mm-hmm. what pocket of the U.S. did she live right. where these things still happen. Mm-hmm. What year was this? What year was this? Right. Mm-hmm. Who were her friends? Mm-hmm. Were there no 4C people in that city? Mm-hmm. I was just so many things right. that... I t- right. <sighs> Ola? Initial thoughts? Um, similar. I was... I was not fond of it. Mm-hmm. I was underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. I went into it not with high expectations. I went into it because uh, I did read the book and mm-hmm. I didn't really like the book. Mm-hmm. So I went into it with just very basic expectations mm-hmm. um, and just looking forward to see a film with like a black woman in the lead and and I was disappointed. Yeah. Did you, so do you remember when you made first? Me sad. <laughs> when you first read the book, the first go around, did you, do you have any memories of that? Like, like no. reading it back in the day? Okay. So I then I guess it didn't, it That's didn't, the it thing didn't mean too, much. That is because yeah. I don't read as much fiction as I used to, Right. but I never even heard of this book. And mm-hmm. at that time I was into fiction enough to like have someone say, you heard of this book, you know, like, right. so it was weird. And that's why when I tried to read it after watching the movie, Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a. I don't really. I'm not really into the book either. Okay. I haven't finished the book. It was really popular. Like it was so popular that there were two sequels that came after. What? Yeah, there yeah. are a few. I looked. It yeah, looks like it's a few. Actual. It's yeah, three. It's a few this books. is the first one. Is Nappy Ever After? Then there's another one called I think Nappy and Bloom. Then there's another one. And what happens in the first book is, I guess, she establishes these characters, the main one being Venus, also known as Violet. Yeah. And then we kind of, like, meet her again in the second book. And then in the third book, we meet, like, people who are kind of secondary characters in the second and first book. gotcha. Like, when I was reading a book, it made me think of... Like when I was in high school and I read like Eric Jerome Dickey books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what do you, like, what does that mean for people who don't like, know? Like for me, when I was fourteen and fifteen, it was entertaining enough, but to like just follow the storyline of adults because I was still a teenager, I'm mm-hmm. still a kid, so like follow around the life of adults and reading about sex or reading about relationships, yeah. these things that I wasn't doing yet was like, ooh, interesting, great, you know, right. whatever. Um, but. Reading it now, and I think even reading it when it came out, I probably would have not been into it because I was doing those things and I think doing it better. <laughs> you know, so it was just like. Well, you, mean, you mean in this sense, you mean like the natural hair journey or whatever it is? Like the natural hair journey, that's not, I wouldn't say I was doing that better. I want to say one story is better, better mm-hmm. than the other for the natural hair journey, but just like navigating being a woman and, and right. learning those things about myself and right. stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I, um, at 14, 15 reading that, it would be like, oh, interesting, because I don't even have that experience yet. But early 20s, right now, 30s, I'm like, what, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Girl, what you doing? Yeah, Yeah, you know. 
um my initial thoughts i was honestly i was hoping that i was gonna enjoy this i was hoping that i was maybe being like a debbie downer when i saw the ads and stuff like it looked okay but it didn't it didn't excite me Mm mm-hmm but I knew I would watch it because black people, mm-hmm. you know, I want to watch black people on on screen. Yeah, right? yeah. I like yeah. exactly. Yeah, and that's how they get you. That's how they get you. <laughs> I re- and I was really hoping. Okay, you're being ridiculous. There's enough literature. There's enough content. There's enough natural hair black girls in the world to where this could be good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was actually quite disappointed that it was what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is actually, yeah, I was I was very disappointed. All right, let's get into the shits. So the film opens in 1993, and Violet, who is the main character, played by Sanaa Lathan, we do a flashback to her at 11 years old, and she is at the pool. It's all white kids in the pool. It's mostly white folks outside the pool, adults and whatnot, and her mom is there kind of just hanging out having a drink or whatever and being um, bougie black yes being bougie mm-hmm, black mm-hmm. being bougie black <laughs> basically yeah. mm-hmm. and violet is standing on the edge and she can't jump in the pool she jumps in this boy is kind of te- you know playfully teasing her or whatever and she jumps in the pool and her hair is messed up her mom didn't want her to jump in and she comes out and she looks like a chia pet or is what the kid that's called what her. the kids call but she looks cute pet. to me yeah she, she looks adorable. adorable to me she looked adorable but I'm like yes black girl it was have a, fun. exactly it was a national emergency it's a pool like why right. are you gonna be by a pool and not be able Being to go in the water pool? yeah mm-hmm. and that's looking sad. at that i didn't have a childhood like that like my mother wasn't like don't jump right. in the pool so it was just like what the fuck? Yeah, mine either. We would have braids or she would set up our hair so that, okay, you could go in the pool. Like, whatever the case is. Right. You yeah, like, we could go in the pool. Like, okay, we're going in the pool, so that means wash days tonight or some mm-hmm. shit like that. Right. That's right. all well, it was. put conditioner in it yeah, before we before go. Yeah, before we get in the pool. Yes, like, yes, yes. You know. Yeah. Um, not Violet's mom. <laughs> Violet, Violet is asked out. Yeah. She jumps. And Lynn Whitfield is just like yeah. the epitome of... Yeah, they're always casting her as like that mom. The mean the mom. Mean mom. Yeah. Because that's her character on Greenleaf, too. Oh, She's for real? So mean. Oh, I don't watch yeah. that. It's I want to see her play a nurturing loving people character. have said that that's also been going around that, that she's constantly and consistently typecast people said that about sanaa's character in this also because she's supposed to be like perfect have it together kind of person mm-hmm. and i think she's played that in a few movies as well which i don't enjoy watching her do that like you know trying to hold it together and getting flustered I don't really or whatever see that Sanaa i don't love it in movies that i love anyway yeah i've never saw her in a movie and was like oh my god love this mm. I'm, like honestly i want to see the movie where she bit beyonce's face <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> i want to see the one this. on tiffany Haddish's yes. we're never going to get to see <laughs> yes. that movie. i want to see the on-screen adaptation beyonce made that phone that. self-destruct <laughs> and fold okay. into itself okay. and now it's on saturn or some shit like got that. it wow. so, so that's how it's that's what sets the scene so we know what kind of person her mom is we know that hair is a thing which I think that hair was a thing for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I know hair was a thing for yeah, me. Yeah, hair was a thing. Right. For me too. I just never had like that issue really with the pool, like not being able to do mm-hmm. what white kids do. Like my mom always kind of made sure that I could like have a good time. So hair is a thing, and then we cut to the movie. Doesn't tell us when the fuck this is. When it is, where we are. <laughs> right. right. Well, if the, the opening scene is ninety three, mm-hmm. and she's like twelve. Or oh, she's 10. 11. She's 11. She's 11. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So 
when we meet her again, she's an adult, maybe thirty. Let's let's go That's with thirty. What I even though 30. it wasn't clear, but right. if we go with thirty. And it was 93 when she was 11. So that's 19 years later. So that's Let me do uh, my, 2012. Let me do my math. Mm-hmm. 20. <laughs> <laughs> Cap- Carry the two. Carry yeah. the two. No, it's 2012. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So she's in her mid-30s if it's Wait. supposed to be taking place in 2018. If, yeah, if. If, but we if, know. But probably, probably not. She probably okay. was supposed to be closer to 30 or whatever. Okay. But right, but if it's 2018, then it's mid 30s. But let's give this sh- these shenanigans the benefit of the doubt and say 2012, because so much of this is so dated. Yes, so dated. It's like what even for 2012, oh, it's a little dated. This right. is way dated. Cause it's where the, way where dated. the fuck was YouTube? It's it's a whole lot right. going on. Like, Tutorials. Yeah, yeah. Something. it's a whole lot that's missing. But, but we'll get to <laughs> that. Didn't take no pictures for the gram. Nothing. So much was missing. So right. So really, at this point, the viewer doesn't know. I guess when this is supposed to be right. right. But we. She looks to be around thirty. Mm-hmm. Um. So we cut to that. She's around thirty. Her mom. She gets up to like get ready. I guess before her man wakes before up. Before her man wakes up. Right. So, so like. This was her boyfriend for like two yeah, years. Yeah, her boyfriend years. of two, her living boyfriend mm-hmm. her of two years. Her living boyfriend of two years, mm-hmm. and she would like wake up before him to like get cute. Yeah, I would get up and brush my teeth, but that's because I woke up and that's I'm like, oh, let me brush because my teeth. your hygiene. <laughs> well, that's it's because my hygiene. Put on a full but, face and like yeah, her hair does. Yeah, you brushed yeah. your teeth. You were like. You know, I might get some morning dick. Yeah, that's what Maybe I, that's my mouth shouldn't be dry I'm and I'm going to brush yeah. my teeth. I did, I did yeah. want a fresh mouth, not a hot yeah, mouth. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've never done that. Most I've done was, and that's because my cornrows probably were crazy under my wig, mm-hmm. but I've slept with a wig. I've also done that's that. That's the most. Or like when I did used to weave my hair, if I didn't have a scarf, I would sleep a certain way, but that was so I wouldn't get a dent in my weave. It had mm-hmm. nothing to do with the guy. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to like have a dent yeah. in my weave and he doesn't have the, the flat iron or whatever for me to like. To fix it. Fix it or get it mm-hmm. out. But that's the most no. <laughs> like sleep kind of like Yeah. I don't do that, but I, but there are women who do. Yeah, yeah, Whitley Gilbert did it on a different world. <laughs> when her and Dwayne got married, she did that. She got up early, she got herself together and she laid yeah. back in the bed. There are women who her do. mom is probably mm-hmm. like um Lynn Whitfield. Oh yes. <laughs> Diane Carroll, yeah. yes. True. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So her mom in this scene, so right, so she gets up, gets her shit together, and then her mom comes over and Apparently, Sanaa's character, Violet, believes that her boyfriend is going to propose to her that day. It's her birthday, and her mom came over. She's like, no, this is your big day, da-da-da-da. And Sanaa shows her the ring, or the box box. that she thinks the ring is Mm -hmm. in. Which I don't get why she doesn't open it. Well, it was it had a ribbon tied around. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, she would have had the ribbon tied back. Okay. So that's what that was about. But this small ring size box. So her mom and her they're squealing and excited, and then she's like, you know, she wants everything to be perfect. And her mom is now in the kitchen pressing her hair, which is something that she did back when she was a kid. And I'm trying to understand in the Good Lord's 2012 and perhaps 2018, whenever mystery era this was supposed to we be are in filmed in. Millennium. Mm-hmm. Why is she getting her hair pressed? Like flat, was it like pressed like or flat iron? Right, flat ironed, flat ironed. Instead of blown, instead of blown out, mm-hmm. or, or relaxed, relaxed, or, or a weave. Right, and I like, think it was supposed to be already relaxed, and the mom was just making it straighter. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but they give us no information, so that's why we right. don't know. Because like in the book, it was clear that she was getting rid of her relaxed hair. Yeah, in the movie, it was not. Claire, Wait, she, what do you mean she was getting rid of? She was in transition? 
in the movie. Yeah, in a move in a in just, a book, she went to the salon on her own, was like, cut this shit off. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't it didn't happen the way it did in this movie. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so here... Like, that scene changed the whole... Yeah, because in the book, the whole she, she's like... The book. Yeah, because in the book, she makes this decision to cut her hair off. And for her, it's about freedom and getting rid of these chemicals. She had done research on what relaxers do. Exactly. And all of this information... Oh, so it's that she had been getting a relaxer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then this was like... Yeah, she was in transition, but this was a conscious decision that she was thinking about for a while. Right. So she was researching about relaxers and like all of this stuff, right. which I think would have make makes more sense. But I guess we have to see a crazy black woman. Exactly. And that's exactly. why it transpires different in the movie. Right. So that, that bothered me. Yeah. You know, because in the book, she's so clear and she's not. You know, having a breakdown, yeah. shaving her head, looking crazy right. in the mirror. Yeah. She goes specifically to the woman who's been doing her, her hair, hair mm-hmm. her whole life mm-hmm. and says, shave it off. Right. Yes. So to skip ahead, she ends up at some point. We'll get to this, but she ends up in the film. She ends up just chopping her. It's, it's like she cuts her own like hair. She's had, like she had, and she's having like a, like a nervous break. Right. I'm and it's tied and it's tied to her relationship. Yeah. That whole thing. Mm-hmm. And what it sounds like y'all were saying in the book, this is something that she decided to do on her own mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. her with her own with agency yes. for her yeah. health and mm-hmm. or shit like that. Yeah, and it just yeah. seemed she was in transition, but it seemed like this is the time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in transition. This is something I've been thinking about. Right. Yes, this is the time to mm-hmm, do it. Mm-hmm. More so than like being driven to do it. Right. Well that's um, like in a movie. Yeah. yeah. That's weird, and again, still weird to me that she's getting her hair pressed, but then there's no conversation of like why she's doing that. When most <laughs> women, we're not doing that. Yeah, right, and if that, that but that's the thing too. When you have a relaxer, you shouldn't hot comb your hair. Maybe right. like you shouldn't See, the amount of that. heat that you yeah. put on. Yeah, because mm-hmm. your hair would fall out because okay. of the way that the hot comb like gets to every strand in that way versus mm-hmm. a flat mm-hmm. iron. Nah, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you you shouldn't do it. Generally, a beauty um, a beautician wouldn't. Hot comb well, maybe your mom was flat. While you have it. a relaxer, she probably will flat iron it. But mm-hmm. even with that, so she was natural, but getting her hair flat ironed. That's what. That's, that's the what impression that I, I get. Got. Yeah, that's okay. the impression that I got. That's even stranger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't know because I don't know. The it, movie's about hair, but they don't really tell us about her hair, which is right. stupid and makes yeah. no sense. Right, especially when this film is supposed to be geared towards black women who know about what happens with black women yeah. hair. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. So they kind of gave it this like surface level. This is what's going on. Like, like they weren't talking to us. And then, you like, know, when they could have really said, and how's her man? I mean, her man. How's her mom flat ironing her hair, and her man don't smell hair? Like, right? You smell hair getting done. Well, maybe he smelled. Maybe he's used to that smell. Maybe he thought. So she's he thinks up he wakes it. up every day when it's burnt hair. You right. know it, like right. when he opened his eyes and looked at her. I thought it was because he smelled, smelled it. Smelled like that after smell yeah you get your hair pressed that would be nuance this film is not <laughs> well the look on that. his face i was like oh he knows what's going on <laughs> like i don't know mm-hmm. all right um so she goes back into bed to a hot boyfriend played by ricky whittle that's the guy from american gods right mm-hmm. yeah is that his name ricky i don't know i don't watch that show okay let me go to the cast i didn't like the fact that um the character Clint in the book, book is actually like supposed to be super chocolate. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. chocolate. In so the book. I was really looking forward to seeing like a, a chocolate, chocolate man, man. You know, yeah, he's and supposed to be like 
kind of young and like yeah he's like really cool cool you know really good looking Mm -hmm. and then this dude i guess he's not my type aesthetically Mm -hmm. and i was just like where's this chocolate man yeah Yeah. i think since i did it in the reverse so i saw the movie then when i read the book and i'm like chocolate like (laughs) (laughs) yeah the fuck yeah like she really talks about yeah she really talks about his skin and how chocolate he is is. because he's made fun of as a little boy yeah character like Okay, so when you say that, <laughs> that actually would explain a lot. Like, so he ends up in the film. He has this kind of obsession with perfection, yeah. Which we don't really learn that to be an issue with him until towards like the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But there was very little character development. He was just like her hot doctor, yeah, exactly. In the movie, mm-hmm. wherein I, throughout the movie, I'm trying to understand like like what what's so special about this nigga? Like, why does he have to be like? What is his issue here? Yeah, he's clearly he's good looking. Everything is fine. He's a doctor. Why do you need whatever this night is or whatever the fuck? Why do you need it to be so perfect? Like, what is your problem? Yeah. And I think this, what you're talking about in the book, kind of speaks to if you're teased, which a lot of us have experienced teasing. If you're teased as a child, especially if you're teased for being black, for being dark skinned, those things manifest themselves. That's what society tells us, that yeah. we're not supposed to be any of those things. Mm-hmm. So they manifest themselves so that when you grow up to be whatever type of young black professional or doctor or whatever the fuck, if you're thinking within this one-track mindset and haven't fully healed mm-hmm. from that shit, I can see that manifesting yeah. itself in I have but to that's be this not, one type of perfect. Right. You know? That's not something that a, a white man who wrote this screenplay right. is going to understand right. and exactly. is going to realize that they should explore. Exactly. They're just, they just picked any black right. man. And there's a reason why this per this character in mm-hmm. the book was written as a dark skinned man. I'm right. sure there was, but that doesn't matter. Just be black. Just and be that's black enough. And hot. It yeah. doesn't matter what kind of black or yeah. what part of the, the diaspora or what your deal is or what. Cause exactly. I was really thinking like, what is this nigga? Who are they? The Kennedys? What the fuck? Yeah. Is, what's the issue? Like either why, what's the issue that he makes him so perfect in this particular strange way? That's mm-hmm. mad dated and weird. And like, why, what, what the fuck? Also something they left out that I realized in the book was that in the book, they express their age difference. So he's five years younger than her in a exactly, book. Yeah. So it kind of shows why I would assume why she would think the clock is ticking. We need to do this now. Right. And, and all of this stuff. And that. he's not even thinking about right. these things, but we just have to make her look like a crazy black woman. So we're not even going to talk about that and, and see that they are, although they're in this relationship together, are at different spaces in their lives. Okay. And you know right. those things. They, right. They didn't touch And that also at all. in the book, they were together for four years. Yeah. Whereas they were right. Yes. It was two. Two years. Right. And I'm, you know, and two years does make her seem crazy. Yeah. That's not a long no. time. Exactly. Right. But in the book, they're together for four, four years, years and they're living together. He's in his 20s, going to middle school, school, not really making any money. Mm-hmm. And they're living together and she's supporting him, him. you know, mm-hmm. and she's taking care of all the bills. He's feeling insecure and not like a man and all this stuff. He can't really afford to like contribute to the household because he's a new resident at the hospital. Like there's all these different nuances between them as a couple Mm -hmm. that they don't kind of like make her seem less crazy. And then in a book, I mean, in the movie, he seems as if he's his family has money in a book. That's not the case. Mm -hmm. And these are things that manifest better in the relationship. But you can see that they are kind of 
people at different points in their lives, have different backgrounds, have different experiences. Whereas for him, it's just like, seemed like rich, hot doctor. Right. What mm-hmm. like, he just wanted a trophy wife, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right, 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 right. Yeah. So he was robbed of all that nuance. And then also <laughs> in, the, right, yeah. in the film, he's finishing up his residency. Mm-hmm. So that brings him... I guess that would make him older. So now I guess they're supposed to probably be closer to the same age mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. So that's really interesting. Right. So her mom presses her hair or whatever. You know, she has sex in the morning. She doesn't want him touching the hair, but they have sex. It's fine. Mm-hmm. They go on. It's her birthday. She's going to see him later and have a great day. She goes to work. She works at some ad company. It mm-hmm. looks like she does marketing type shit. That pink dress was cute. To oh, me. she looked gorgeous. Yeah, she did. She looked amazing. That strut. Yeah, she's yeah. like every film has to have the strut. <laughs> yeah, like, go yeah. ahead, Sina. Yeah, work so, your little pink dress. Uh huh. She does the strut. She flips her hair. Flips her hair. She's confident. Bad bitch energy. Yes, bad exactly. bitch energy. That's exactly mm-hmm. yeah. what that was. She feels confident. She knows that other people see her confidence. Yeah. She's confident at work. Her bosses see it. She's valued there, whatever. So that's what all that is. She is, here's, okay, so here's the other thing, which is why this makes me think it was definitely like a flat iron and yeah. no perm, is she is talking to her assistant. Yes. And she asked her assistant for the weather forecast and what's it going to be. And when she tells her what the forecast is and what With the no, humidity is it, about to be and then she, it no sounds rain. like right Sonata or Violet decides that the weather is good enough for her to sit, sit on the patio for lunch with her homegirls and so if you had a perm that the stakes be, would not be, be so high, high in that weather yeah. even if you're trying to stay perfect it wouldn't be so difficult to like fix it up in that's time true. for the evening exactly so that's why i'm thinking this is a press and this is wild outdated and fucking weird well it's yo. not a press it's a flat iron okay it's a flat iron but who, is was that is that a thing is that what like um i don't know i, I wasn't a huge flat ironer yeah ever. most black women that With, i know were getting a perm or you would go and get a dominican blowout yeah but we live in new york so i don't know what right um they're doing in other states okay somebody tell us what other people in other states were doing flat irons are pretty popular yeah okay natural from like just yeah like if somebody gets uh has natural hair they get Mm -hmm. a blowout and then they'll get a flat iron to make it on top of the blowout yeah what after they sneak perm in your conditioner which happens (laughs) at the dominican salon sometimes you ain't low that's intense. That's intense. Okay, so she goes, she does meet her homegirls for lunch at her house. They sit on the patio, and there's some kids out there, next door neighbors, cleaning a car mm, or mm, some shit. Mm. And the boy. Yeah, but the whole time her, that they're eating, and the whole time the, that they're doing whatever, uh-huh. she's like, is it raining? Like, yeah, it looks like so clouds. She's water. like really paranoid yeah, about water. Of rain. Right, right. But they're at her house. And I think with that, if you haven't that, that level of paranoia, go just go inside. Just go and eat lunch at the crib. Yeah. Like, go inside. <laughs> so that She's was mad high strung. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super high strung. And then the neighbor's kid gets her soaking wet. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she has to make an emergency appointment at the salon. Because her mom doesn't answer the phone. I guess her mom right. always does her Right, she her mom hair. to do her hair. Right. And her mom is nowhere. Yeah. To. So just to note, her two friends, she has a black friend and a white friend. The white friend is Jewish because she makes a comment about, about her, like her, her, her hiding her Jufro, mm-hmm. right? And her black friend is rocking a natural. What is that? Like a, like a, a cute natural. Yeah. What is that? Like a 3D? A 4A? I don't know. What what texture of hair would you I call that? I just know my texture. Okay. 
Which is would, a four C. I would say it's like a three C. Okay. Because okay. it's curly, but it's not loose curls. Right. But it's not super thick. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You know? Yeah, you can still but see some definition. But I just found it super ironic that she has this best friend who's got natural, natural right. hair. and it's Who bit. exists. You know, Throughout and, and who's rocking it, hair. looking gorgeous yes. in great. every scene. So looking great. I found that odd too. <laughs> I found that odd, and I found it odd that uh, her Jewish homegirl, who also straightens her hair, has any say on this hairstyle. Why? Like, yeah. Why so does she? Why does she get weird. to say something? It's very strange. It was very, very fucking strange. So anyway, so she gets her hair wet during lunch. This is her big night. She knows that Clint might propose Both tonight. Mm-hmm. And so she needs to go to a beauty parlor to get this done. So her homegirl sets her up with an appointment at her beauty salon. And they just pay off whoever was supposed to have that appointment. So or yeah, so she right. can skip. Okay, so I hate this fucking scene. I so hate much. it passionately. Yes. So much. I hate this fucking scene. So they're in the beauty oh salon. They made the beauty salon seem violent. Yes, yes, yes. So violent. So the opening scene in the beauty salon is, I think this is dope, but it doesn't matter. In the beauty salon and there's a woman there saying, you talked me into this, look at me, I hate it, or that kind of thing, right? So it's this woman who's disappointed with her hair. So we see her finally and And she's wearing a natural, Mm -hmm. she's wearing her hair natural and she's like, I hate it. And she's like, well, brothers like long hair. And the hairstylist, who is, we meet Will. Will is the hairstylist. He also owns the shop. Boo. The hairstylist Get off the says, stage. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm not, not gonna, I'm not gonna apologize for making you beautiful. Ugh. And he said, she's like, well, brothers like long hair. And he caresses her face, wild inappropriately. So yes. gross. Grips so her gross. face like she's either like his child who he's telling he loves or like his woman or something yes, mad and appropriate. Yes. Like I, I don't get it. Like and boundaries. Boundaries. Yeah. yeah. So he grips her face and caresses her and is like brothers like a woman who's real. So I'm like, okay, Ugh. here comes And that's when I threw up the funky bullshit. Yeah. I'm right? like, okay. This is horrible. Yeah. Who wrote this line? Yeah. Who decided that this would be okay? That like, white man. Yeah. <laughs> so right. So it's several levels to this that's like not okay right so there's that boundary level yep. of like touching this woman's hair there's the trauma of it okay so like there are women at different stages of like the natural hair care process some yes. want to be natural some don't want to be natural whatever their comfort level is this kind of like shocking and forcing women into being natural mm-hmm. that that was like disturbing to me yes because yeah. when you're at the hairdresser right like the job of the stylist is to make whoever's in the chair feel comfortable so she's clearly traumatized by this she clearly is like trying to process it and he's like nah right he's like forcing it on her he's like listen i I feel like there were so many ways for him to comfort her and still affirm her beauty without judging her for feeling insecure about this new but how often do men even know how to do that didn't even need to be it didn't i think they were they were trying to make that point of that real woman point which is yeah. redundant. What's like, real? Yeah. What's, what's real? What's real, not, who's not? And all of that shit. Which it's is offensive. why. Yeah. Which yeah. is why when I saw like the coming attraction or trailer for it, I was I already knew that that was going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which is what I don't like to attach to right. people's natural hair journey. Like, I'm natural. It wasn't because I wanted to be real. Right. And all right. these things. It was just like, yo, this perm shit is whack. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, exactly. It's, it's whack. For me, it's like it's whack. 
It looks whack. It's not good for my hair. Yeah. I'm tired of sitting in here yeah. in this salon. Yeah, exactly. It smells bad. Right. Yes. It's expensive. Yes. It's, yes. I'm yes. tired of burning my head. It was right. like all of these other things. And that was our own personal journey. Mm-hmm. It's, di- it's other people who still enjoy getting a perm. Yeah. And right. there's nothing wrong with that. And they're black as however black they want to yep. be. And that's exactly. fine. It doesn't have to always be so tied to some sort of lack of knowing who you are yep. and shit like that. Or loving yourself right. and all of those right. things. Right. So that was... We have a lot more hair stories yes right. we have way more hair stories mm-hmm. than the like i don't love myself that's why i, I relax my hair right like, and the notion that all you need is for a man to look you in your face and tell so you, you not nah, it's beautiful and yeah then, that's the oh that's that'll the, do it? that was the part that bothered yeah. me the most it's like she somehow calmed down because he like affirmed her by like caressing her face and you know looking her in her eyes and i'm like the is he her hairstylist or her boo? Like, yeah. what's happening right. right now? Right, right. I think it was... Okay, so he, later on in, in some dialogue, it sounded like he was trying to say that sometimes he makes his business with pleasure, mm. which I would have okay maybe i'm supposed to think that they're sleeping together but i also i watched that scene a few times i didn't get that vibe because she's saying other men it sounded like she's saying other men are not going to find me attractive yeah. right like she wasn't thinking about this guy but yeah him touching her face all that was super duper whack so then um violet is sitting in the chair watching this and rolls her eyes of course and then we meet zoe Yes. who is actually Will's daughter. So he's the the guy. Um, that's his daughter. She's kind of sweeping around the shop and, mm-hmm. and being helpful. And she's staring at Violet. Violet asks her not to stare. And she's like, well, give me $5 and I won't stare. Da, 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 da. So they have a little bit of banter. Yeah. The Another hairdresser comes and is like, Zoe, get out of here. Go be helpful or whatever. And she apologizes to Violet for whatever Zoe said to her. Mm -hmm. And then Violet says some wild violent shit. My mama would have popped me good running my mouth and having my hair that crazy. Okay. So there are black women around the country, right? Somewhere in the country, there is a black woman who would say some shit like that about a little black girl with a you know a a natural right Mm -hmm. which also is like about a 3c right yeah right okay there's no four c's in this there's no four c so for anyone who doesn't know this is the one episode we'll fucking explain it (laughs) savor that shit for people who don't know there is a hair it's not a grading system but it's just an identifier kind of system right so that you know what what product is best for your hair so if we're talking about 4c hair is i believe the kinkiest texture of hair it's the the, the curl is tighter Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. usually need more moisture right yeah um, that's my hair yeah yes. my hair is that too I'm also 4C, 4C. 4C. right so yes. it's a table of 4Cs I am the rare light skinnedest 4C yeah. <laughs> I think that's why you are aware of your light skin privilege possibly right because you had something to like out you and remind people that you're black right yes. <laughs> because and, you don't have treat the... me in kind yeah. perhaps <laughs> perhaps perhaps yeah. so the other light skin person I know with 4C here she's light skin woke too yeah right yeah all the light skin 4c <laughs> girls that i know are light yeah. skin because 4c takes work it yes. does mm-hmm. it does it no does. matter how no matter how you wear your hair it takes a lot more right. work mm-hmm. it takes a lot more moisture a lot more conditioner mm-hmm. yeah. a lot more maintenance yes. and a lot of that work so, is because we because it you know like if you think about super it long but and, shrinkage makes yeah. it look like you have no hair in your mm-hmm. head and then we might not take mm-hmm. we might not interpret that as so much work if people wouldn't make it like work you know what right, I'm saying right a part of that work is the lack of education exactly. surrounding forcing yeah. hair and even the natural hair movement especially is getting a little bit better now but earlier on the focus was always how do you make 
your kinky tight curly oh, hair yeah. look more 3c See, look more defined. loose curled look more defined curls not even like some of us our hair will never look like that no. you know what i'm saying right no it's it probably one never, little section of my chemicals. Hair no yeah. right. it will never look like that yeah. and there was a whole like segment of the natural hair movement that was not hipping me to the fact that it's actually never going to look like this sis. yeah so try something else so that's why the the um uh, identifier system is yeah, important so helpful. that you know okay well i'm a 4c so i should be looking at videos of other girls with 4c hair yes other people with 4c hair excuse me or looking for product that is right. geared towards right yes this tight of yes. curl in need of moisture and right. all these things exactly yeah. exactly so it's an identifier system so that's what we're talking about so it seemed like nobody in the room movie as you mentioned no the notes, had no 4C one in that hair. city Right, no one in that fucking city. Nobody had, except for Will. Will, Will had, Will, Will might have been a four C. He he looked like like he he had an S curl, but that too. He that was he had an S curl going on. That was not that too. I don't know. He had those Dominican S curls. Dominican men, Dominican men be doing that. Something was going on. So she says, (laughs) she says to this little black girl with a natural, so mean in her in earshot, right? That you know, well, my mother wouldn't let me be running around running my mouth and having hair that crazy so mm-hmm. what bothers me most is the fact that she said it which is wild violent to say around an impressionable young black child yes what bothered me most about it is that the stylist agrees Agreed. the stylist it's- is like mm-hmm when you see this girl all the time right right you're a hairstylist exactly if you right. feel i don't think her hair was a mess it wasn't. but if you feel her hair was a mess you work with her dad why don't you do something to her hair? right she's fucking in the shop sweeping yes. your fucking floor why like and that's not how black women yeah. do <laughs> there's no way that she's gonna be in this community of black women yes. every day right and either you either think she looks like a nappy-headed hoe, mm-hmm. which is a white man's word, because clearly that's who wrote this. <laughs> right. So that's why violent <laughs> exactly. things are being said. Right? Yes. So either you think that about, about her. About a small black child. Yes. yes. You either dark-skinned black child. Is yes. That you either think that about her and you fix her hair, or... You defend her. You defend her. Yeah. yeah. That's what black women do. Yeah. And so to hear this second woman co-sign this thinking, that's when I was like, okay, so this movie makes no sense. Yeah. So this is pre-black girl magic, right? So this that doesn't exist. This, exactly. Whatever city this is, there's no four C people. There's no, there's black, no black, girl black girl magic. magic. Obama's were and never present. Men running <laughs> around with S curls caressing women's faces. Right. Where is this place? Right. I don't want to go right. there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go there. So that was. I don't want to go there. That was wild. Disturbing to me, mm-hmm. and so it was like that. The even when, even like not to hear, you know. Again, the hair shop is a is a communal experience. Whether mm-hmm. you're at the beauty parlor, at the barber shop, it's a communal experience. And somebody in the background, one of us would have been like, oh. We would have heard that yeah. whether yeah. we knew them or not and, As, and felt something from that. Exactly. Especially if this is a movie about hair. Like right. why is why are why is the conversation seems to be only about like her hair or fixing her hair or her hair journey? Like right. that could have been a point where somebody interjected also because mm-hmm. this Napoli Ever After story is about hair, not right. just like yeah. the hair on her head. Like yeah. we're in a beauty salon and we only acknowledge her hair, her mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just didn't make, it any, didn't sense. make any sense. Mm-hmm. None. Yeah, it was really strange and it made me uncomfortable and it kind of go back yeah, to Yeah, I was waiting for somebody to say, don't say that. Exactly. Or for her father to say like, Anybody. don't talk yeah. about my daughter. Yeah. yeah, and why not? That would, It would have been great for the movie since we saw her mother not defend her when the kids made fun of her when she jumped in the pool. For 
someone to defend this it would have been girl. nice to see someone right. defend this other black girl but, but no we don't in, give a fuck about black in girls what world can you imagine a little black girl looking like that being defended in the white man's world who helped write the screenplay yeah like in whose world who addresses that who says oh no somebody would have said something yeah because that doesn't fly Mm-mm. okay that somebody did something like that at my job once and they though they knew each other there was um the black woman who said something mad violent it was a biracial child and her mother who was white was around they all know each mm-hmm. other and the black woman told the little girl to make sure she stay out the sun and don't get dark and i got up out what? my chair yeah don't get too dark yep 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 I this had was a darker skin woman who said this i had to happen at work too but yeah. not the dark thing but like it was a little girl her hair was in crochet mm-hmm. and it was another co-worker um like white presenter puerto rican mm-hmm. who was like why they put that on her hair ain't that happy right. And I'm like, and she said it to the girl. So Absolutely I jumped in not. and was Don't like, she's fine. she's fine. She's yeah. fine. Like, yeah. Mind your Mind your business. Yeah. She's yeah. fine. Yeah. She's fine. You say something. Because that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. We say something. We so will I, always yeah, of defend course. a little, <laughs> a little black, black girl. girl. So, and for a black girl to not be defended in a hair salon on, where no. she's been working at. So you yeah. assume she has a relationship yeah. with everybody exactly. who works there. So no place is safe. That's the place. That's the one place that's supposed to be safe. Like Sanaa's character was the stranger in that space. the first time she's been there yeah. she's already acting a fool mm-hmm. making demands yeah Mm-mm. i was at work this and is someone... a black salon ma'am you will sit there all day and wait exactly yeah. just... don't exactly. play yourself don't play yourself but <laughs> no one defended her i was at work as a grown adult woman and another black woman who was biracial and has like issues or whatever mm-hmm. she said something sideways about my hair and another black woman who's my age was like uh-uh that's not what it is <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about today, but we're not we're not doing that because that's just not how we do. We, yeah. don't, we don't stand around and watch each other be abused nope. in the ways that white people abuse us. No, nope. yeah. you know what I'm nope. saying. So to it's see just that, unwritten it's, code. Yeah. yeah, to see that happen with a child that and all them black women sitting around like it's okay, and for the hairstylist to be like, mm-hmm, while her father's right there. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, it didn't no. look right. It didn't sound right. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't like it. I don't that, know this place. That hurt me a lot. So she, it's Violet's turn finally, mm-hmm. and Zoe is is the one who's getting whatever product is supposed to be used in her hair. She feels the burning. She's under the dryer. She yeah. feels burning, which you shouldn't feel if you have conditioner in your hair. Yeah. yeah. And then she gets it rinsed out, and her hair starts falling out. Mm-hmm. So the hair person what what is that it's like an assistant or somebody right whoever's rinsing her hair out the shampoo girl the shampoo thank you mm-hmm. the shampoo person oh, sorry. <laughs> so yes. the shampoo person is like i just put in her hair whatever zoe gave me which is another fucking red flag where the fuck yeah. is this you're just gonna put whatever a anything. child gave you, you? put clorox bleach in this woman's hair because a child gave it to you so anyway mm. So Violet ends up, she had perm in her hair instead of conditioner. and Perm us- in her hair under the dryer. Ooh, that's an automatic all your hair fall out. Yeah. Ooh, bald. She sh- should have been balder. Right. I'm surprised I'm she had should have been coming out in clumps. Yeah. Yes. Like- the scalp. Yes. She's on the scalp. I'm the water just sliding yeah. off. She should have looked like, remember the episode of Martin where yes. um, Myra was in the salon yes. and Shanene and Gina didn't put the neutralizer uh-huh. and that's what she should have looked Ooh, like. Yeah. Yep. Bald with a couple of patches. That would have been, been too extreme. I understand. Yeah, that would have been too extreme. Mm-hmm. But A white man wrote this. So. A white man wrote this, right. right. <laughs> so she's losing her hair and 
she gets up she curses out zoe because who was a child right the shampoo person is like i just put whatever zoe gave so she turns to zoe you did this and starts cursing zoe out and then her father shows up and he's like no well that's my daughter i take responsibility for her and again she's like with that mop on her head which is at that point again that's what i'm thinking it's black women in here still no one's gonna no one's offends her i would have kicked her out if i was a dad like what yeah. are you doing yeah. like, why are you talking about my child like yeah. this it's too it's too, it's too much anti-blackness for yes. one and for one sitting and all those black women around not saying nothing so he's like oh well don't talk about my daughter like that and she's like okay well just fix this go get me a weave and fix it and i'm about to get proposed to or some shit you would have been kicked out of my store you just said that my daughter yeah. had a mop on her head but from yeah. from jump she would have been asked to leave or threatened like you can yeah like you can stay, but you can't talk about my daughter like that. That would have been the threat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Any one of the black women there could have yeah. threatened or whatever. But whatever. That was strange. All them hot combs and nobody right. was like, excuse you. Hey, thanks for listening to part one of our review of Napoli Ever After. Good news. You do not have to wait until next week. We will release part two tomorrow. If you enjoyed the first half of this review, be sure to hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at T with QJ. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Tumblr, T with Queen and J. Check out our website, T with Queen and J.com, and send us any T mail at T with Queen and J at gmail.com. Peace.